0: Season 2 of the podcast is off to a great start. If you haven't already, check out our past episodes on all of your favorite streaming sites. Just search Horrible Dads Podcast. And be sure to follow us across all social media platforms. Just search Horrible Dads Podcast. Once a month. We'll be doing something called a Dad Spotlight, where we celebrate a dad and put him in the spotlight for doing amazing things. Whether you own a business, whether you have a product, maybe you're just doing something really awesome in the community, reach out to us. we love to put the spotlight on you and give you some well-deserved attention. Today, we interviewed my good friend, who rose to the ranks as a writer for blogs, To becoming one of the most known movie reviewers to actually interviewing the actors that make the movies what they are and leaving a lasting impression on each and every one of them. If there was two things I learned from this interview is that it doesn't matter how old you are. It's never too late to grow, mature, admit, and hold yourself accountable for your mistakes as long as you become a better person on the other side. Also, it doesn't matter how many times you interview Dwayne The Rock Johnson, to your kids, you're still just going to be dad. That being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the first edition of our Dad Spotlight. Dad Spotlight So, Welcome to the Horrible Dads Podcast. Um, I want to say I'm freaking excited. I'm so excited right now because um, I have a buddy of mine on here who I respect a great deal. I've met him about I don't, know, but no, eight nine years ago, which is crazy. It yeah, hasn't really even been that long. Yeah. I met him like eight nine years ago in New York City, Um and ever since then, I've been kind of watching what he's got going on. We've been keeping in contact, Um, but since then, he was doing amazing things. Then, and ever since then, he's grown so much, and he's interviewed some of your favorite actress and actresses and from Denzel to Kevin Hart to Oprah like he he interviewed Oprah y'all like you don't understand how crazy that is so from interviewing Oprah to um starting his own podcast called the host dads which you can find on all your streaming sites um to now he actually started a website blog um which is called dadzilla where he's going over a bunch of stuff it's so informative it's so amazing um so without further ado I want to say Welcome Zilla Valentine to the Horrible Dads Podcast, oh man, thank you, thank you for
1: thank you, me. thank you man, thank you very much for having me and asking me to be a part of it, I appreciate the opportunity to come on your show and just, you know, trade bars and trade war stories with you, so oh, thanks.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, being a dad is it's about, it's, 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 it's the best kind of war, right, like you have to adapt, you gotta change everything sometimes, but it's worth it in the long run.
1: It really is, it really is. Yeah. How bro- are your kids?
0: My, I have two kids. My daughter is seven and my son is three. Um, wow.
1: Nice, and, nice. And
0: what about you? I know you, you have a baby, baby, like a newborn yeah, baby. Yeah.
1: I have a one month old in the other room who is being the greatest kid because he's not crying <laughs> at the uh, he actually doesn't cry a lot, which is, I, it's, I'm, I'm blessed that he doesn't cry. Like he, he'll like, wow, wow, wow. Like maybe he cried like five times yeah. in a month.
0: Yeah. Like, but mostly
1: it's just like, he'll like whine and just like make a sound. It isn't really a cry. Yeah. Uh, so I have this one month old, then I have a 19 year old and I have an 18 year old. So
0: three kids total. Mm hmm. And what's the, le- let me ask you this before I, before I ask you my question. What's the worst part about being a dad? <laughs> I want to be the worst part about being you're, a
1: dad. You're trying to get me in trouble. Uh, I was telling my girl <laughs> that I was, I was dreading this question because like, there's nothing bad about being a, a parent to a one-month-old. Like Everything right now is just great. Mm-hmm. And then my other two kids are old enough to be able to search this podcast. You know <laughs> what I mean? I like, you don't want to say too much. But, you know, keep it at a buck and keep it at a hundred. The worst part about being a dad, honestly, is uh having to co-parent with people you really can't stand. That's a, that's a good answer. And, and um. And when I was 22, when I had my kids, you know, I wasn't thinking about longevity or the future. So, you know, that's the worst part about it. I mean, but even at it, you know, it is what it is. You deal with it. But that's the worst part about it.
0: And that's and and the reason why we ask that question is it's a good icebreaker. I feel like it keeps you on your toes. We're we're not expecting you to be like, oh, that kid suck. It's just more or less it's it it gets you in the mindset of being a dad is absolutely amazing. And everyone always talks about the fantastic things, right? But no one ever talks about sometimes the hard parts about being a dad. So that's why I was kind of yeah. more or less curious to know what your response was to that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you have it. That's amazing. No thank you, thank you for that. I I appreciate <laughs> that. But no, um, being a and with my kids being so young, and obviously your kids being older, uh, what is that gap like for you? Having uh, a eighteen year old kid, nineteen year old kid, and having a one month old baby. <laughs> what is what is the I biggest think, the I, biggest gap? I think
1: I think the biggest. I think the biggest issue with it right now is in my head. You know, I mean, it's just me trying to navigate and see what it is. Like, I I don't anticipate anything. I'm just going to be willing to accept anything that life hands to me, right? So I'm I'm, I have no expectation on what the future is. But what I do recognize is that you know there is a a large age gap. You know what I mean? But I'm also have you know 19 years of experience being a parent now I didn't have that time. So. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited about what what it holds and what it may bring. So, so yeah, I, I'm ready to tackle it. But it is a big age gap. I'm more worried about my knees and like being able to, <laughs> like you know, navigate a young man when oh, he turns yeah. like ten. And I'm going to be 52 is just like oh man am I going to chase this kid around
0: so I mean the last thing you want shape. the last thing you want is to get your is to get beaten basketball by your son right yeah. that's like my I I, I dread that moment <laughs> where that happens
1: I'm looking forward to him whooping my ass in basketball I've never I've never been good at basketball so I'm looking forward It'll be to it It's going to be an easy an easy
0: pickings for him yeah. then mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's cool. And then with the older kids, obviously I'm sure your older kids are, are aware of things you've accomplished and things you've done. I I'm curious to know what is what what does your oldest kid think your coolest moment is? Like who were they when you told them, "Oh, I did this." They were blown away by it. Who was that who is that person? Uh, they don't think, I don't
1: think my kids think anything I do is cool. You're dad. So like, I don't think they think anything I think is cool. Uh, I had a, I had a, um, I forgot which interview it was. Cause I mean, this isn't a brag, but I literally forgot cause I go viral a lot. Um, but my, 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 both of my daughters was like, you're viral. And then my oldest was like, your little interview went viral. And I was like, oh, it did? I didn't even know. <laughs> and, um,
0: and, uh, so, so. They gave me the yeah little interview. Yeah, exactly. Downplay as much as they possibly can. They got to keep you yeah. in a bad bubble. You can't. They can't let your head get too big. Which is why kids are amazing. Uh, kids will bring you yeah, they down real quick. They'll bring you down. They right. definitely
1: keep me humble.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing, man. I, and and obviously, like I just said, you started your own podcast uh, with your buddy Paul, correct?
1: Yeah, Paul mm-hmm. Castablea. Yes, sir.
0: Can you tell me more about the podcast? What you, what your goals are? What it's about for the listeners out there?
1: Well, the goal was really, you know, um, we were two guys, two hosts, having a um, a baby during the pandemic, right? Okay. And uh, I originally came up with the idea for Host Dad, based off of uh, the Bill Cosby movie Ghost Dad. Oh, so Ghost Dad, uh, Ghost Dad. Okay. Uh so was like, okay, Host Dad was a thing. And then I was like, yo, Paul, do the podcast with me. So we did Host Dads. And our goal was really just to be hosts, to be dads, and just have a podcast for men having babies during the pandemic. We had a um a little bit of a tragedy on um I, I don't want to get too much into Paul's story, but yeah, yeah. there was there was some hiccups. Um I mean if you go on his page, Paul Castobela, you could you sort of see it. Um but you know, now now we're back together, we're back doing it, and it's really just to um have a a safe space for dads yeah, and really just to reflect and grow. And we're doing this for our kids to highlight our work and to show dads that, Hey, the dad way is okay. You know what I mean? That's one of our rules. The dad way is okay. You know what I mean? We, we talk about, we talk things out. So if you have an issue, feel free to email us. We'll talk about that and just really show dads to be a resource and a gift for dads because there's, Dads never get gifts. You know what I mean? Our gifts yeah. are the worst gifts. We get socks. So we, we get socks. Yeah, you know, <laughs> socks, right? So we are we are our gifts, and um and and that's what we're trying to put forward. It's just show dads, you know, hey, there is a better way. You can do this. You can unlock your superpower uh, with your kid because I believe that kids are your. So there was this guy uh, uh, I forgot this person who said it, but he said, um, "Your kids are your warrant." And he said, if this child is not God, then God has never spoke. And I'm like, wow, like this is your warrant for success. You can unlock so many things if you use this kid as motivation. So that's one of the things I kind of instill in everything I do. And I've just been trying to just become a better person. So I've been upgrading a lot of the belief systems that I have. And I've been trying to put that into my writing, Uh, you know, and everything that I do, you know, so, so just trying to get better, continuously get better.
0: That's all. Absolutely. And I, I've heard some episodes of the podcast and I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've gotten from it was I listened to it and I think of fatherhood from a whole different perspective. Like being being a younger dad and being an older dad, the wisdom and the advice that you give is something that I respect greatly um, because you, you say it was such you articulate it so well and you, you give a perspective and you give quotes. And I think that's really important. I think that's really awesome that you do that. One of the big things yeah. that you, what, that you brought up in your podcast was, um, talking about how you can live your dreams and still have a kid. You don't, it's not one or the yeah. other. Um, and, and that's, and that's kind of the idea behind horrible dads. You, you hear the names like horrible dad. You think we're talking about being bad dads. No, the idea is that. People have this thought in their head that you cannot do anything but be a dad. And if you're anything but a dad, then you're horrible at being a dad. And it's like, well, I can do this and be an awesome dad. So the idea that you could do you could do everything right, but the one wrong thing you do to everybody else, you're horrible. And that's kind of how we came up with our podcast. Yeah.
1: And and I actually we have the same concept there. Uh I actually call it dads of leisure. You know what I mean? These are dads who refuse to settle or skimp on their dreams. While doing the best they can for their kids with the resources that they have. So it's the same concept there. Uh dads of leisure, horrible dads, same thing. And I I I'm gonna uh start using horrible dads too.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's it's a it's a great and it catches people's ear because it's like, wait, horrible dads. <laughs> what is, so and, and like I said, the idea is simply just that. And I that's why I love so much, especially with you seeing how much you've grown since I've met you and seeing how much you've changed and how much you, your perspective is just completely different. And I respect that a lot because people think people don't change. People think people don't grow. And I think the growth that you had when I first met you to now is unbelievable. So kudos to you. Bro,
1: let me tell you something, man. I look back at some some of the old stuff that I've written and just have done. And I'm just like, what? That was me. I can't believe. <laughs> I, I, who is that person? Yeah. And, and I, see, one of my favorite authors, David Foster Wallace, uh, he said, You will die a million times before they plant you. Wow. And when you think about how deep that is, you will die a million times yeah. before they plant you. You just think about how, how old are you now? I'm 33. You're 33. You've lived in at least. 10 different bodies. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, from your newborn body, you're not that person anymore. To where you were five, you're not that person anymore. To where you were 10, you're not that person anymore. To where you were 15, then 18, then 22, then 33, you're totally different. You change. You constantly become a brand new person. And 33, you're just, just now starting to figure out life, figure out how it works. Yep, yep. You're just figuring it out. Because in the American educational system, they don't tell you how to survive. No. They go reading, writing and arithmetic and geometry and trigonometry, which <laughs> unless you're an engineer, what the we'll fuck get, can we'll you do? shit. Yeah, we'll shit. Like, yeah. Teach me how to pay a bill. I teach yeah. me how to be... Like, no one knows that. They just go, oh, you're an adult now. And they're like, my mother and my dad never taught me any of this. It's yeah. like, oh. All of that, and we don't prepare ourselves for adulthood, so we figure it out in our twenties. And as a forty-one year old, I'm just starting to figure things out.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Starting
1: to figure out.
0: Yeah, and and it takes and unfortunately, it takes men longer. (laughs) It really does. It really does take us a lot longer to figure things out. It's just crazy. Yeah, and that's and that's the beauty of it, and that's that's the that's the the best part, in my opinion, about being a dad is that you You come to an age now where you've learned that now you have to care about everybody else before yourself in a sense, right like your kids' happiness, your kids' um, experiences they all come before yourself if you have to put your kids on your shoulders to see this this, this monument, then you have to have short shoulders right like you every they, they come before you, and that that growth and that maturity changes your whole mindset and changes the way you do yeah. everything in life and and that's that's one of the key things of being a dad. That's probably the best thing I've learned about being a dad is learning how to mature so fast that you don't know who you were ten days ago. Like you, every yeah, day you yeah. change and you grow.
1: Yeah, and then there's a moment where, so you put your kids first your entire life, and they don't care about you at all. Right? They don't <laughs> no, care. Right, about right, you're no. like you're top their, liver. You're top liver. dad, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Then there comes the moment where. They actually start to like really, Oh, my parents need me. Like, I'm at that point now, like, my mom needs me. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? It's like my whole life, like, I got like, I, I, my situation was a little bit different with my mom, um, where I depended on her very heavily for a, a long time and then just didn't need her, not didn't need her, but just didn't I, I know depend on her at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, uh, so there was like that. And then she, you know, so. But now I'm like, oh, my mom needs me, so now I need to step up. I also realize that, you know, my mom is uh, 66 now. You know what I mean? Well, I got to cherish every moment, all of these oh, yeah. moments. You know, yes. Yes. I got to cherish all of these moments, even though my mom gets on my nerves, and I, I and I <laughs> also recognize that when I get on my daughter's nerves. Oh so yeah, I, 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 she's. Annoyed with me the same way I'm annoyed with my mom. So I get it, but hey, talk to me so I can tell you something. You know what I mean. So
0: just dealing with that, juggling that—it's yeah. stuff
1: that you realize now that you don't necessarily do three, four years ago.
0: Absolutely. And 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 you brought up a, a, a thing that made me think of a question for you. So I know you you kind of mentioned obviously we all annoy our kids, right? We all have that and parenting style is a is a big deal. Everyone has their own parenting style, right? But I have a I know mm-hmm. you are known. You are specifically known for asking people questions that they never get asked, right? You're known for asking Lady Gaga a question she's never been asked before, right? So I'm going to ask you a question that's kind of out of the out of the ballpark. So what is with your background and your history in in hip hop and music in general, if you had to compare your your parenting style to a rapper style what would it, who would it be? Parenting style to a rapper style. Um, hmm. Like, who would it be and why? I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious to know. Uh, I, I,
1: like in my mind, okay. So there's, there's I can't answer this question. In my <laughs> mind, in my mind, I want to be Diddy. Walk for Cheesecake. In my mind, I want to be. Diddy. Um, in reality. I don't know. I'm a sucker in reality. And my my kids have my have me wrapped around their fingers. So oh, I probably more. You're the like, Drake, the Drake. <laughs> no, not Drake. I'm probably more like a Keith sweater, whiner, I like like, it. You know okay, I mean? okay. And like give them whatever they want. You know, but those are my daughters. You know, with my son, I don't know. I'm trying to just lead by example for my son, so but you know, so maybe a Keith sweater, like I'm just like, you know. Easy. I want
0: to deny you. I love it. Yeah. And with, and with girls is, with girls is completely different. Like I, even for me, I parent my daughter differently than I parent my son. Um, and it's, it's not necessarily favoritism. It's just there are certain things that she's going to have to go through that my son will never have to go through and vice versa. So you learn how to parent them differently. And that's even that is a challenge in itself. Um, and you have two girls or just one girl? two girls that's see that's in. that's insane and and having two girls what was your since they're they're close in age what was your initial reaction like when you found out you're having two girls what was like your reaction to it I, i can't answer that question um but
1: i don't know my kids are really close in age my kids are um my kids are, uh, my kids are really close to age. They're like seven months apart. Wow. Um, not even a year. That's yeah, yeah, wild. Yeah. Not even a year. So, so my situation was crazy. I, I know I talked about it a couple of times. I don't really talk about it, but you know, I, I did have, you know, I, I don't want to talk about with my kids. Cause like I want to talk about it the right way. You I understand, know what I mean?
0: Completely. And, Completely. um,
1: but yeah, I don't, it's not something that I shy away from, but it's, it's something that I'm, that I'm honestly, I'm not proud of, which is one of the reasons why I started dadzilla.com is because there are things that no one really talks about. No one talks about, you know, the importance of having a baby with someone you actually like. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it goes along. No one it. talks about that. And, and now we just, we just think, you know, at least when I was a kid and I say a kid, I was 22 and I had my babies. So. I just thought, you know, I'll have a baby, and if we got a co-parent, or I just, I'll raise her on the weekend. I, I didn't think that was an issue because that's how I was raised. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. I grew up without a dad, so I was like, oh, if she lives with her mother and I'm there, that'll be fine. You know, it's better than what I had. But looking back now, and then having a situation now, my son is planned, you know what I mean? My son's here, like we wanted, we brought him here. Correct, correct. Um, And out of love, and and I love my girl, you know what I mean? She's amazing, Mm -hmm. and she's an amazing mom, and we talk about everything, and she supports me. I didn't have that experience the first time around, you know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of my friends don't have that experience, so and a lot of men don't have that experience. No, not at all. It's, like, it's important to move with intent. You know what I mean? And to to move with intent. And look, it's okay that you, that the past is what the past is. It's okay how you got to to learn what you learned. Right. I've been studying this Zen theory called Kenshu, and it basically says that in order for you to really reach your calling. You, and to elevate to a higher learning, you got to learn from a painful experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm just started it—the Ken, the Ken, Kenshu, and the Centauri, So I'm just starting to dive into that. But it's a really fascinating theory. And and having two kids the same age made me level up to become, you know, who I am today, and and a lot of other things. So I think every difficult moment you face is an opportunity for you to um to, 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 to man up, you know. The uh the blessing and the burden are they're not mutually exclusive. They're the same. So one of those things, you know, but I'm in my head. I'm sorry. I don't want to ramble.
0: I love it. No, I love it. I mean like because you're giving insight to who you are as a man, number one, and who you, what your website and what your content is about, right? I think it's important people understand that you are a thoughtful person, right? You are a cerebral man. And that's really important that people understand that and hear that. So I love everything you're saying. I love hearing about it. And I'm going to look more up about it because it is interesting to me. Um yeah, I'm yeah. I'm more of the... People know me for catching wreck, right? That's, that's kind of who I am. I'm reckless. I'm wild. But when I get home, I'm contained chaos. I'm controlled chaos. That's what I call it, controlled chaos. Like I have my moments where I gotta be chaotic, but my home is not chaotic. Everything is planned because kids need structure. There are so many yeah. people out there, so many dads out there, so many moms out there that think their kids can go do all this stuff and as babies and as whatever, and they can go do this and go, and you forget that that's not how you grew up, right? Like you grew up with a little bit of structure and in order to, for your kids to grow up good, you have to give them a little bit of structure, but your own way. And that's a part of the process, yeah. learning what your structure is.
1: Let me ask you a question. Do you think your parents uh knew what they were doing?
0: I... <laughs> no <laughs> i did not yeah I don't, I don't think my my dad was a a learn a, a learn by trial and error and that's one thing i mm-hmm. respect if my if my dad saw me touching the fire my dad would not say he wouldn't say don't touch the fire he would be like that fire is hot like i'm just letting you know i wouldn't touch it if i was you but that fire is hot. And if I touch the steel, he's not gonna feel bad for me because he's giving me the information and I am making my own decision about it. And I use that, not to that extreme, but I use that in my parenting style. Well, I'll tell my daughter, Hey, you're kind of making your mom a little you're making your mom a little angry right now. Like if I were you, I would probably go into my room. And if she doesn't and yeah. she gets in trouble, I'm like, hey, I can't feel for- I told you it was good. Gonna- I told you you should so. I don't think my dad knew what he was doing. I think that's the only way he knew how to parent, which it worked for me. Like I turned out decent, horrible, I guess. I turned out
1: decent. (laughs) See, now I came to a realization that freed me up Um, maybe like five years ago. It freed me up a lot and it was like, Oh, my mom was just winging it. Yeah. She was figuring this shit out as she went along. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cuz when you're a kid you think your parents know everything. They're yeah. your rock. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I don't think my kids have realized that when we were 22, yeah, like, my daughter is 19 and I'm just like, "Wow, you're like a couple years younger than I was when I, I was a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Like, I don't think she understands that we were just, je- we're still winging. I, no, not a lot you, more. Like I know. You how to, wing, how but to, you
0: still, you still wing it though. You a hundred percent still wing it. It's more yeah. controlled. It's more controlled, but you don't know. You don't know if you do this, that this specific outcome is going to come out of it. You're no, doing no, it and no. seeing what's going to happen. You don't know how your son is going to react to you. Um, Uh, put him to sleep and and, and hope you you don't know what's going to happen there is no and you don't know the end result so you are winging it that's what being a parent that's
1: why I've been following the uh, teachings of Vishen Lakahani a lot he talks about the idea that we can upgrade our systems you know we've been taught so many broken rules Uh, from our parents as kids, from our teachers, our society that are outdated and no longer valid. So we can upgrade our belief system. We can upgrade our methods for doing stuff. Like we don't like you, like for example, say you have a nine to five and you hate your job. Why are you stuck in a nine to five? Do something differently. That was just an example I threw out there, but like it's all these things that you can just choose to change. Like let's just say if you grew up Christian. Why? <laughs> like you don't have to stay Christian. Correct. You could be a Muslim. You, grew up, you know, grew up not eating beef. You're like, oh, well, I can eat beef now. All these things that our parents is like, oh, you're doing this because I do it. You don't have to do that. And that's fascinating to think, of, oh, you can change. Yeah. And people don't realize that you can change. You can change anything you want to do. I've grown so much in the last year versus the last 10 years. Like I've grown. Yeah so much like i've grown a tremendous amount so don't paint me as a the person you thought i was i, I wrote something that said um people are blind to you who become like you've leveled up so much Then the only thing they can see is the person they knew but they become blind to the person you become because they're stuck in their own space right and that's just crazy to me and so many people who think you are you know, uh, 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 the rapper from the Cranberry Show. You know what I mean? This yeah. oh, is yeah. who you are now. It's just like, I've grown. I'm a new person. See me as such, and they can't. It's
0: impossible for them to see that. Correct. And you can't let that, and just because people don't see it, you can't let that hinder you, right? Like you have to keep pushing forward and say, okay, you can see me this way, but I I know who I am. I know that I am changing. I know that I have grown and you just live your life. And I tell people all the time, people, people like to say that I am uh, self-centered and I'm like, and I take it as a compliment. I'm like, you're correct. I only focus on my center. Like, I only focus on my kids, on my family. I don't have time to focus on this drama and that drama. I just care about my kids being happy and having everything they need in life. If that makes me self-centered, so I'll take it. Because that's more important. Have you, have you ever listened to This Is
1: Water by David Foster Wallace? I have not. It's a commencement speech. And uh, he starts off with this... With this story, a fable: two fish, two young fish are swimming in water, and they and they bump into uh, this older fish, and he goes, "Hey, how's the water?" And they go, "I don't know, man. We're just trying to get to this place." And then they swim off, and the one, the little fish goes to the other little fish. He goes, "Hey, what's water?" Right? Because they don't know that they're in yeah, water. they don't know they're in water. <laughs> but then he goes to say that as human beings. Our whole worlds revolve around us. You are the center of every story. This thing happened to you. Yeah. Why are these people doing that to you? That is your default setting. Being self-centered is your default setting. And you go to the grocery store and the lighting is bad and the person in front of you is like fumbling with her stuff and she's on a price check and it's annoying you because you just want to get in the car, but yet the person in front of you has a big giant SUV and you're like, why? Yeah. He goes, But if you choose, if you choose to think that that person fumbling with her bag is stressed out because she needs to get this medication for her husband who's sick. And earlier today, she helped your wife who needed a thing at the DMV and she cut all the red tape for you. So she just needs a moment to herself. Or that guy in the SUV, maybe he was in a bad accident with his kids and that's the only way he feels safe. He says it takes some work, but if you just think about other people and be a little bit thoughtful that you can sort of like just view the world differently. Of course. And he was talking about how colleges are to like try to help you think, try to teach you how to think, but that's the real way to think is to think, oh, outside of yourself. Yeah. And um, and I, I listen to it every I listen to it maybe like every uh, every three months. This is water by David Foster Wallace just to remind myself like there's something bigger than just me
0: yeah absolutely. and
1: and although I I am I'm a very self-centered person I'm a self-absorbed jerk I get it yeah. I understand that <laughs> I know I am but there are moments where I get outside of that and just try to understand like hey what is this person going through what is that person going through and just try to move in that spirit especially when I'm present so it takes a hard time to be present
0: Oh yeah, it's it's challenging. I mean, and this this whole this whole process, this whole fatherhood is challenging, which is why I am in strongly, strongly encouraging people to please go check out the website. If you don't do anything else, if you listen to the podcast, at least go to the website. But if you can give a chance, I want you to tell people the website, tell them the podcast one more time that way they know where to go to follow it.
1: The website is Dadzilla, D A D X I L L A, Dadzilla, and the podcast is Hostads on uh, on all of your streaming services. So, Hostads, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's easy enough. That one's the easy one. So before before I before I let you go, I have to ask this this one last question. I need I, on the Horrible Dad's podcast, we like to talk about the realness of being a dad. And sometimes dads have to take shortcuts, okay? And sometimes things don't go the way it's are supposed to go. So what I need from you, Zilla, is I need a horrible dad moment. I need you to tell me something that you have done with any of your kids that if you're of your girlfriend, your wife—if they knew you did it, they probably wouldn't be too happy about it. I need a moment that you're like you, that you spilled milk, and instead of cleaning up, you use your sock. Like I need to know a moment that Uh-oh, you, that you that. had. <laughs> that I need. I need a horrible dad moment. Um,
1: I don't. I don't know if I have a horrible dad moment. Like I, because like my kids are so old now. Like I, I don't remember a lot of that stuff. Um, oh, oh! I, I got one. I got one. I got one. So here's my horrible dad moment. I was working at a hospital in in Atlanta, and I my daughter had, got sent home from school. She had told this little girl, "I'm gonna kick your ass." So they they sent her home. So my boss drove me to pick up my daughter from daycare. So me trying to be a good dad, I go. Why did you curse at that little girl? And my daughter looks. I'm looking back, and my daughter looks at me, dead in my eyes, and she goes, "You told me if she keeps bothering you, to kick her ass." <laughs> and my and the Christian boss, who's a Christian deep South lady, was like, ooh, "Oh, oh, oh!" I was like. <laughs>
0: It's amazing. <laughs> that just puts you on blast. <laughs> yeah, 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 kids have no right. filter when it comes to that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> none, 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 none. But you know, you know, parenting is complicated, man. And I, I just, I just want dads to know that it's okay to feel how you feel. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you feel a way about whatever it is, whatever the circumstance is, and you know it's not right, it's okay to feel that way. Like that's fine. You know. But also, again, be thoughtful. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Take yourself outside of that self-centered world, and try to understand what this other person is going through. A lot of my, a lot of people who don't like me or my enemies, I, I think about what they go through, right? And I know they don't think about me, and I don't want them to. They don't have to, because um, I can, I can handle my own stuff. I know who I am. Uh, but I just think, in general, and in life, just to take yourself outside of your shoes. And try to think what the other person is going through I think it goes a long way And they won't appreciate it They won't appreciate it one bit But you'll still be the better person for you and That's all that matters
0: Absolutely man And I think that's the perfect way to end this So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much For joining the Horrible Dads Podcast It's been absolutely amazing talking to you um, Do you have any last any, any last words you want to say to people Before you get out of here?
1: No, I'm good I'm good.
0: P.O.P. holding it down. Good. <laughs> All day. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Horrible Dads Podcast featuring Zilla Valentine. Thanks so much, big fella. I appreciate it, man.
1: Thank you very much, man.